Thanks for listening to the Gateway Live podcast, a collection of recent sermons, teaching, and inspirational content brought to you by Gateway Church of Upstate New York. Visit our website at gatewaylive.org for more information. Now, here's today's message. So, Father, help me sift through the mountain of thoughts, whittling it down to your word today in Jesus' name. 2 Corinthians 5 and 7 says, some of you don't know me. You'll just have to put up with me. 2 Corinthians 5 and 7. I believe this is a word. The second pastor started preaching last Sunday, the Holy Spirit started speaking to me. I'm like, okay, 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 okay. I like it. Let the Holy Ghost speak to you today. And I believe that this is a word for everybody. And I wish everybody that was online, without a good excuse, was here today. See, I'm not, I'm not here to condemn. God does not condemn us. God does not want to be discouraging. But God is passionate about one thing and one thing only, and that is his relationship with us. There is nothing else that matters more to the God, to the God of all creation than our relationship with him. And so, I, I just really, I just, I feel the weight of this in my own heart, and I've been thinking about it all week. Second Corinthians 5, 7 says what? For we walk by faith and not by sight. We walk by faith and not by sight. Second Corinthians, previous chapter, 16 through 18 says this. So we do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, I, it takes me a lot longer to look this good than it did 30 years ago. So we do not lose heart, though our outer self is wasting away. Our inner self is being renewed day by day, for this light momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. I want to read that again. For this light momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. As we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. And one more before I just talk to you. Proverbs 20 and 24 says this. A man's steps are ordered from the Lord. I love getting older. I am grateful for for my age. I am grateful for the experiences of life. I am grateful for every hill, every valley, every triumph, every struggle, because I believe that my footsteps are ordered by God. And if you want to, there are keys. I have a key to my trailer. I have a key to the cabin at Harrisburg. I have a key to my truck. Nobody else has got a key to my truck. There's a key to my shop. There's keys. 
to unlock things. And there are keys to successful living in Christ, and this is one of them. If you want to live successfully in Christ, you have to understand that my, your footsteps are ordered by God. Yeah, but I'm in the hospital right now with heart problems. Or I'm dying, they've just diagnosed me with cancer and I'm dying. Or I've suffered a tragic loss in my life. Or my children are not living for you right now. Or my grandchild is sick. My footsteps are ordered by the Lord. I would not be standing. You would not be standing, sitting. You would not be where you are at this very moment if God had not ordered your footsteps because every footstep I have taken has led me here. Now, we walk by faith. Faith without works is dead. Say what you want. My salvation is not dependent on my works, but my liberty, my freedom, and, the, and my success in the kingdom is definitely dependent on how I operate my faith. If I have faith that God has ordered my footsteps, then my lifestyle will reflect that. And I can walk with confidence, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Is that not a scripture? Did not the psalmist pen that? Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, that means that I will face dark times. That means that I will face, tell me if you're getting encouraged, Jeff. That it means that I will face hard times. That means that some days I will fail miserably. You don't have to shake your head so adamantly, my wife. <laughs> but it also means that that step that I take, that path that I follow, leads me to a place of, of great glory and victory, dominion and power. I see somebody conf you know, waving back there. So, th so th that path has led me to a place where my faith is so rock solid, I don't need to see another miracle. I don't need to see another confirmation of his divine love for me. And if you struggle with that today, the good news is, is that you can be free from all doubt. You can be free from all fear. You can be free from all concern. You can, the scripture says to be anxious for what? Nothing. Is it possible to be completely free from anxiety? He said it. I believe it. Therefore, I will take the steps necessary. And it may take me through dark times. It may take me through a trial. It may take me to a place where he has to prove himself over and over and over again until I get it. But I emerge from those places with a confidence that cannot be shaken. And I'll tell you this much, in the hours that are coming upon this earth, you and I must have that kind of faith to not just, not just live in this life, but to flourish in this life. We cannot become emotional train wrecks every time something bad goes, because my emotional investment in these things serves the, the kingdom of God no purpose whatsoever. Do you understand what I just said? You can look at your news feeds all day long. You can go on the social media all day long. You can gather all this information and be spun up. Or you can look up and realize 
realize as we don't, do not look on the things that are seen, but are the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient or temporary, but the things that are unseen are eternal. Love my wife. Love her. Love her more than I've ever loved her in my life. And next week we celebrate 41 years. <laughs> Apparently that entails having to go someplace and spend a lot of money. But, <laughs> but I will do that because I love her. But that, this, this, is, this will end. I value that, but there is a relationship that I value above that. There's only one. There's no other relationship I value above my covenant marriage with my wife than my relationship with Christ. When you put him first, how do I know I've put him first? That's a great question. That's a great question. I can't answer that for you. A tree is known by its fruits. I love gardening. I can't stand this time of year because all I've got is a dozen empty boxes out in my yard. <laughs> I love fruit because I know exactly what's out there. A tree is known by its fruit. If you do not have peace in your life, and I'm not talking about if things are not going every way you want it to go, that's not peace. If you do not have joy in your life, joy is not pleasant circumstances. Joy is a fruit of the Spirit. If you do not have a sense of rightness in the eyes of God, I am, oh, say this with me, I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. You talk about a narcissistic statement. No, that is a statement that extinguishes every other accusation against my standing in the kingdom of heaven. I am free from condemnation. Was I always? No, sir. I had to be led. My footsteps had to go through certain paths to reveal things in my life to manifest things in my life so that God could bring healing into my life. And I had to confront some things. And thank God I don't confront things on my own. Is it the will of God? I'm just going to, because this is a word that's coming. Is it the will of God for you and I to be alone? Never. I wish the young people were here, more so the young men. What is the first thing that God gave Adam when he created him? The first thing he did. What? Yeah, because you've heard me say it so many times. He gave Adam a job. He planted a garden, created Adam, and then said, now go to work, boy. <laughs> That's some profound scripture right there. But the next thing God said was, it is not good for him to be alone. If you look at the book of Genesis, and you, it's just filled with all these firsts. It's filled with all the heart of God. It's filled with all the desire of the Lord for our lives. And he said, right at the very beginning, you're not supposed to be alone. And he created the woman. But this marriage is a reflection of Christ in the church. And it is not good for you and I to be alone. And he created a place for us to find connection and fellowship. And I do not have to walk this path alone. You cannot walk this path alone. 
You cannot succeed in, in the kingdom of God. You can't. Can you make it to heaven? I pray so. But I can't make it without you. I can't flourish without you. The steps that I walk, I do not walk by myself. I must be joined with my brothers and sisters and walk this, right, walk, this walk together. Yes? Proverbs 16, 19, 9 says this, The heart of man plans his ways. <laughs> the heart of man plans his ways. How many guys, since I'm a guy I can talk to, how many, how many of you guys you know, in your 20s had plans for your life? I had so many plans. I don't know how many of those plans have come to fruition. But the Lord establishes his steps. I had plans. God said I got steps. Proverbs 14 and 12 says, There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. Today we are having meat and potatoes for dinner because I'm cooking. This is meat and potatoes. Because this world is catastrophically out of balance. Catastrophically out of balance. And it doesn't shake me at all. Because the, that just means that the more spun up this world gets, the, the closer we are to that day. And he said it last week. When the Lord comes back, will he find that faith on the earth? And I, you know what? I want to have that faith. That is not phased by a, a doctor's prognosis or, or facts. Facts versus truth. Facts versus truth. Jeremiah 29, 11 says what? What does it say, Paul? See, there's a, there's a, there's the voice of a man who is confident that his steps have been ordered by God. But that, you talk about walking through the valley of the shadow of death. You, you got like a timeshare in there. I know the plans that I have for you. I have plans. I, I, I still got plans for my future. You know what is going to happen tomorrow? I'll let you know when tomorrow comes. Because I, you know, I got plans for tomorrow. The biggest plan I have for tomorrow is not setting the alarm clock. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'll still wake up at 6. I have, I know the plans I have for you. Plans of prosperity, blessing, goodness, fullness. That's the plan that he has for you. And he has a way to get you to that, to that, to that plan. They are steps. Do you know how you settle something? Do you know how you settle something? You shake it. You shake it. How many of your lives are shaking right now? How many of you feel a shaking in your life? Anybody see a shaking in this world? Anybody see a shaking in the book? Anybody see biblical prophecy coming to pass right in front of our eyes? His plan for our lives is that I would be settled. He knows the plans. Isaiah 55 says that his thoughts are above our thoughts. Father, I don't know, I don't know where I am right now. Pastor, I don't know where I am right now. Ned, I don't know. Fred, Kim, I don't know where I am right now. I don't know where I am right now. I just, I just, I got 
There's so much turmoil going on in my life. There's such a shaking going on in my life. But I, 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 I want you in those times to have the confidence to say, but my steps are ordered by him. My steps are ordered by him. I don't like to see people suffer. I don't like to see. There are people in this congregation, this is beauty. I love. See, Darlene and I have been planted here. We are rooted here, and we're not going anywhere. So just get that out of your thoughts. We're here till the end. My prayer, let me share a little prayer with you that I've been praying. I don't want to go before all of you. I want to all go together. I really do. My prayer is that God keeps me healthy and strong and, vital and vi full of vitality until, until that day. I want to go together. I want us to be caught away together. I don't want to die and have you guys carry on without me. Where's the fun in that? Because you'll forget about me. You may look at the pavilion every once in a while and say, he did a pretty good job. <laughs> I am willing. I, I, really, I really believe this. I am willing to walk the path. Are you willing to walk the path? In the days and months and, and, and years to come, are you willing to walk the path? I, I have faith in God. Man, we're as fickle as the direction of the wind. So stand with me today. See, because you think your immediate need is your physical healing, and it is not. You think your immediate need is financial uh, abundance, and it is not. You think your primary need is to have the chaos in your life just extinguished, and it is not. Your primary need is to have faith in the one who has called you. Because if you walk by faith in the confidence that he has planned every step you take, then when you do walk through the valley... You will have a smile on your face. You will have peace in your heart. You will have your neighbors and your relatives and your, and your family say to you, why aren't you all spun up over the problems that are going on? And you'll be able to testify to them and say, yeah, okay, what I see doesn't look too good, but what I know, what the unseen things are, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had to do one thing, and that was just shut up. That's all they had to do is keep their mouths shut. And they didn't. And they went, did they have that promise prior to? They had, they had no, they said, if, if God will. But they went into that, they got thrown into that fire, not knowing what the next thing would happen. But the minute they stepped into it, there was the fourth man in the fire. Now you'll excuse me. And I, I, I'm not trying to prophesy problems into my life. But you will never see the fourth man outside of that fire. Daniel in the lion's den would have never experienced that. Count, do we have, pretend this is a Bible, flopping the pages here. We have such history to rely upon. Now I can tell you this. When it's my turn to get prayed for, when it's my turn, I want you to remind me I said these things, please. Because right now I'm in pretty good health. I'm certainly not starving to death. Got a few dollars in the bank. All is well. But I know.
that our lives go the same course, we follow the same path, but I am confident that my path has been established by him. And when I step into that area, I want to be settled. I, it needs to be settled. That question needs to be settled today before you take another step out of this building. And so my question to you as I open this altar for your response to this question, and I want you to take the opportunity to come forward as a, as a sign, not to, 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 yes, there's a witness here, but I want, you, I want there to be a sign to the spiritual realm, that unseen realm that surrounds us, that you have made this decision. Are you confident that he who has begun a good work in you will bring it to fruition, will complete it? Do you believe? Is it settled in your heart? If it is settled in your heart, after that settling comes the miraculous. I promise you, I, I am promising you this right now in the name of the Lord. You come forward with this decision, with this, with this settled in your heart, you will see miracles in your life. And I'm not talking about an instant. I'm talking about changes, a new, new things. I could say that because I've experienced it. I could say that because I've witnessed it. If you come today, this is your invitation. If you come today with that determination, God, I trust the steps that you have taken in my life, that you have ordered in my life. I trust that I am walking by faith. I trust, oh God, that the circumstances of my life do not dictate, do not dictate your goodness in me. And what you are going to see is as we say, yes, I am taking these steps and I am believing that I am in your will. If you don't believe that, or if there are circumstances in your life that are contrary to him, you can come also and bring that to him. Say, Father, I've been wrestling with my own desires. I've been wrestling with my own will. I've been following my own path. I've, I've, I've not surrendered these addictions to you. I've not surrendered. But I want to walk the path that you have called me to walk. Now is the time to do it. Now is the time to do it in Jesus' name. Oh, man, I just feel like God. Thanks for listening to this week's message. Be sure and subscribe to the podcast to be notified when new messages are released. And remember to visit gatewaylive.org for more information.